glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees and sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Oh, what a day to have a speaking platform, eh, guys? I wonder what we're going to talk about. So many things are happening in the sports world. I some good, the some news bad. news breaks on Tuesdays. Right? Like, not just on Tuesday, but like late in the afternoon. Yeah. It's still fresh in our minds. I know, Gregor, you haven't put down Twitter since <laughs> all this news broke a couple hours ago. I couldn't help myself. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> put it down since 2017. Right? Just nonstop. Add Gregory's <laughs> tweets on Twitter, it's <laughs> don't don't search that. Don't search that. It's not, it's not a thing. Um, you can search at Put Me in Coach Podcast. Welcome to the Put Me in Coach Podcast, everybody. I'm Bobby Blanco, Gregory Porter, Ian Foster, Tom Natale. Hey you. Um, we have a lot to get through, so let's just uh, do the damn thing. Um, let's start with the big news of the day, and then we'll get into the recap of the uh, Redskins. Oh, I'm sorry, third straight win. That'd be third. That'd be three in a row. Yes, yeah, that'd be great. Um, we usually start with the game recap, Thomas, but I say let's jump into the trade of let's do it for Haha Clinton Dix, a fourth rounder going to Green Bay, and to me, <laughs> idiots. This was the best trade of the day, and across the NFL, I don't. I, I mean, I'm try, trying to be like uh, you know Objective. a homer, yeah. yeah, but I just think for what we gave up, and in terms of so also looking what other teams did, I, I just think this was the best move, not just that the Redskins could have mm-hmm. made, but also, in what all the other, according to all the other moves made in across the league, yeah, especially it, the division, it's really strange crediting our team, our front, our front office, office in, in particular. That's um, the kicker, the front office. It's got to be Doug Williams. Virginia's doing great. Oh, come on, if anything good happen. Hey, Bob. Hi, Bruce. You know, so the acquisition of Haha Clinton Dix, I believe, was a chess move to counter what the Eagles and Cowboys have done. Uh, over the past week with the Eagles acquiring Golden Tate from Detroit, the Cowboys acquiring Amari Cooper from the Raiders, and it doesn't appear that the Giants are in a sell mode. You know, I guess just the NFL trade li- deadline's fun now. Wait, when it's, did the trade deadline get yeah. lit? I, I, it no got idea. lit as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think when you think of the trade deadline, you think of the NBA, you think mm-hmm. of baseball, hockey, something like that, but football, this has just been something new. Yeah. We're yeah. not used to these. In the past moves. 17 moves, eight of them have been Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, th- I think that's so what the Patriots do it. Nobody else really does. Yeah. That's what Paul Mancano was telling me at work. He's like, I think the league just kind of like, hey, the Patriots do this every year. Yeah. We should probably start doing and this. They're kind of good. They're kind of <laughs> good. Some would say very And good. they didn't make a move this time. Yeah, but they've been, they were trying. They, they've made they, moves. They, they mean, were trying, but yeah, they, didn't. they acquired Josh Gordon. But yeah, sure. they were trying. Um, yeah, I to- Tom, I totally agree. I think this was a very um, responsive move in terms of what's going on around the league. And I know a lot of fans were asking for the Redskins to go out and get a receiver. Mm-hmm. I'm actually okay with this instead. I, I actually, now that I hear and think about it more, I kind of prefer this move because this is the kind of move, look, we talked about it last week. We've actually been talking about the trade deadline for a couple of weeks now, and yeah. we think all kind of agree, like, hey, you know what? And we're going to get into Alex Smith in the passing game mm-hmm. once we start talking about Giants game. Um, but I think this passing game, it's not. we're not a receiver away from being a great I don't think getting a receiver helps the passing game. I think it's just really relies on Alex Smith playing better. Yeah, I, I feel like that's something that's going to be addressed going into next year. Right. It's just we, we've talked about midseason acquisitions are really, really hard to make that transition immediately. Yeah. And 
So could we bring in a Demarius Thomas or some one of those other receivers that was traded today and can make an immediate impact? Probably not. Right. And, um, well, first and foremost, guys, we're getting Trey Quinn back within the next week or two. Mm-hmm. So we're good. The hope. <laughs> and of the and, receivers dealt, I think the best fit probably would have been Golden Tate, a slot yeah. receiver mm-hmm. in terms of skill sets for mm-hmm. what Alex Smith likes to do. Sure. But then Physical. also Trey Quinn coming back, and they're, I guess, assuming that uh, Jameson Crowder is going to be back soon. Yeah, That'd I guess. And, nice. and I'm okay with that. So the, the Packers, I wouldn't even say. So Ha Clinton Dix is scheduled to be a free agent going into this uh, offseason. We sent away a fourth-round pick. And even as I understand it, if he signs elsewhere next year or wherever, we get a compensatory yep. pe- pick back. And we already have a bunch of them. Yeah, we so have a bunch of them. We yeah. already do because of losing uh, Kirk Cousins. and uh, Take my fourth-rounder. Yeah. yeah, so. Take it. You know, this was a... Our last fourth rounders were Troy Apke and I think Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah. So it. it's like you're yeah. giving up one of those guys for haha Clinton Dix. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I yes. guess... Yes. <laughs> it would, did I think, if right. I would have guessed that we would have made a move to improve the secondary, I would have said we would have gotten a corner. Yeah. yeah. Because Quentin Dunbar's hurt and, you know, while Greg Stroman's been okay, you know, is that someone that we can rely on um, for the rest of the season? And, I, you know, I didn't see safety becoming... No, an area that we would pursue, but right. now, according to Pro Football Focus, you have the two top-graded safeties on, on the, the same league. team. <laughs> so this move, obviously, imp- I mean, it makes this defense, which was has been surprisingly amazing, mm-hmm. you know, at the top. What Ian said, top five defense. Top five. Now this is, you can argue, this is now an elite defense. This is kind of like adding it reminds games. me of baseball, where they have a really good closer and then they acquire another closer right you're, mm-hmm. you're strengthening a strength yeah and um, that's what the Redskins did and you know I think it's I think it's also admirable to for Jay Gruden again we don't know how much he had to say in this but he's been hey you know this team is gonna go as far as this defense takes us let's strengthen and especially considering what the Eagles and Cowboys just did yeah I play the Eagles twice yeah I play the Cowboys one more time on Thanksgiving let's strengthening our strength and on the assumption that Alex Smith is going to get better and the offense is going to get better with more time and also healthier. Sure. Now, I understand. And it was to say that we're going all in, I would say is a maybe a misconception, but this was just, I feel that if we did not, if the Eagles didn't acquire Golden Tate and the Cowboys didn't acquire Amari Cooper, I don't think we would have made this move. Mm. I agree. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, I concur. <laughs> Why did I concur? So I, I guess the one to, to nitpick, I love... Could, um, converting mid-round picks into starters. I like Monte Nicholson. I like Monte Nicholson a lot for a second-year mid-round draft pick out of Michigan State. He's done nothing wrong. Nope. Right. So what is that? I mean, if I'm him today, I'm like, the hell did I do? I mean, just take it as a learning experience. Mm-hmm. You sit behind two of the best in the entire league. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, you're still young. You have this. They're not saying we're moving past you by any yeah. means. Oh, yeah. Like, he's in the future. So now... Hey, just learn from what you watch. Two Pro two, Bowlers. Yes. And right now, I don't even think DJ's a Pro Bowl. I think he's an All-Pro right now. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah, agree. Yeah, I agree, too. And and so I would say there's defenses out there that have three safety formations. So if there's a way that maybe you could put Monte Nicholson in Josh Harvey Clemens' role, he's big enough to play you know, closer to the line of scrimmage. Maybe we'll see something like that. Just put your best players on the field regardless of the position. You know, I'm interested to see what that means for Nicholson and really the – I would say third down packages, nickel formations going forward. Right. I can't imagine this is a benching of, of Mickelson in any way. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, he's you'll see him more in sub packages and the nickel and the dime. Um, <coughs> and maybe even, like you said, that Harvey Clemens role. 
of you know kind of guarding the slot that kind of hybrid mm-hmm. safety corner outside linebacker type player um yeah i, I think again hot clinton Dix is a free agent after this year so this is you know he could very well not come back and and you know this is just now you're adding you someone mentioned i was listening to the uh redskins talk podcast with jp finley and those guys and they mentioned just like hey you were comfortable coming into this season with monte nicholson as your starting safety why wouldn't you be comfortable next year too you know if haha clinton dicks doesn't come back so yeah it's just getting him more experience yep. learning from t- two of the top guys at the position and then he can maybe just get better as he goes on he's still on his rookie deal obviously and and continue and set up maybe this defense to be strong for years to come guys bobby blanco sitting across from me has doesn't ask for for much in life. He asks for someone to appropriately play the Spider Man. I think he's found that in Tom Holland. Yes, God, for love of God. Yes, for love of he, God. We he finally likes, got that. He would like a Washington team to win a championship. That happened. No, oh, yeah, maybe. He likes. <laughs> We're not to, gonna be fucking sucked this year. <laughs> he likes to dance. Likes to party. I do. And then lastly, all Alabama defensive players on the Redskins immediately now. Report to Redskins Park immediately. <laughs> Again, I will buy the freaking train that goes from t- Tuscaloosa to Richmond, Virginia, then back up to Ashburn. I will purchase the whole fucking thing. I will go and make Elon Musk make build that speed thing, <laughs> speed fucking rocket train. That speed the thing. You know the thing <laughs> that goes fast that brings the football players <laughs> My football team. Yeah, no, but seriously, uh, all <laughs> roll fucking skins. Roll skins. So that gives us five Alabama defensive players: Ryan Anderson, mm-hmm. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Sean Dion Hamilton, Haha Clinton Dix, Haha Clinton, yep. and then also we got on the offensive side. Yeah, Cam Sims on Cam IR Sims. and um, Ari Quanjo. Ari Quanjo. Yeah, that's Both a IR. lot of roll skins. I'm loving it. Bring it. Yeah. yeah. Bring the pain for three years. Yeah, my fantasy. <laughs> I uh, I apologize for Ian and I being a bit distracted tonight. We're watching the Wizards yes, lose I'm in, trying, in, I'm, in I'm typical trying Wizards fashion. Yes, so fucking bad. Let's not. Let's focus on the positive. But Garrett right. Temple just hit a contested three in John Wall's face. Positive rule. Rule. All right. Not on the rules. Six. Is Sorry. I don't know where the rules has we we should celebrate yeah. three straight wins. Redskins beat the Giants in the Meadowlands, which rarely happens. So that's enough to celebrate. It wasn't pretty, but it's a W. Um, I mean, let's just get this out of the way. Adrian Peterson is a beast. The Man defense child. is incredible. Um, I don't know what the, else to say. That defense. Before we get into Alex Smith. Is unreal. Anytime, anytime it felt like, oh, this is when we would relinquish momentum. Old Redskins would have. Mm-hmm, and yeah. this defense showed up time and time again. That line is stout. You know, there's a... I'm trying to think because this is completely a role reversal of what we've seen out of a Jay Gruden coach team. We've seen a heavy pass, bad defensive team since, God, even when Shanahan was here. Shanahan we haven't been good on defense in, what, since Greg Blotch Greg was our defensive Blotch, coordinator? Exactly. That was and, 10 years ago. And that was a bend, don't break. It wasn't really. Yeah, that was the last year we had Sean Taylor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm trying to think of a comp that is just going to run heavy team. And just play really, really, really stout defense. Went up front. I think of last year's Jacksonville Jaguars team. Yes. Yeah. I think what what you're seeing, what Calais Campbell, and uh, what you have Malik Jackson and Marcel Darius, Yannick Ngakwe, those studs in Jacksonville are you know, kind of that a kind of that same recipe that the Redskins are using, where they're just dominating 
from the defensive line standpoint and just getting four plus yards per carry and controlling the clock. I think we're one of the best teams in um, time of possession in the whole league. And, you know, it's not sexy. It's not the most entertaining. And, and to be quite frank with you, it's frustrating as hell sometimes. It's frustrating. But, yeah. you know, it, but I love it. It worked last year for Jacksonville. Um, and <clears throat> right now, it's working for us. Yeah. Defensive line has held David Johnson to under 40 yards. Jordan Wilkins has rushed for the most yards against the record. Yep. That is a good trivia 61. question. Yep. Aaron Jones, 42. Alvin Kamara, 24. Mark Ingram, 53. Christian McCaffrey, 20. Ezekiel Elliott, 33. Saquon Barkley, 38. Those last three. Unreal. Those last you three held were Christian under 100, Mc- total. 100 young, combined. Total. 100. And McCaffrey's half of the best <laughs> rushing attack in all <laughs> <of> football. <laughs> and Ezekiel Elliott might be the best back by himself in all of football. Those three names scare the shit out of you. Oh, yeah. Scare the shit and out of you. Saquon has been absolutely tearing up the league. The entire league. Yeah. The entire. He's got the scared. second most scrim- scrimmage yards behind Todd Gurley. Yeah. But Ty fucking Gurley. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm cursing so much. It's Who been gives a, a shit? Day. We're five and two. We got <laughs> We're five and two. Ha ha. Ha I need uh, to get the ha ha sound on here. Has anyone, has anyone talked to Rag that we have a Redskins player whose last name is Dix? He's going to lose his mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hyphen. It's a double hyphen. So um, I, I guess because I know when we, we always talk about studs and duds, and obviously the studs, again, is just defensive line. Mason Foster had 13 tackles my last cousin, summer. Man, Your cousin is balling. Mace is balling out. He's DJ Swearinger is an all why our run defense is so good. Well, yeah. But it also starts up front. I mean, those guys are, are taking blocks. And yes. I mean, Foster and Zach Brown are just flying around like Loving velociraptors yes. and flying through holes and wrapping these And they're giving up. all the credit to the D-line. Oh, yeah. Giving them the I mean, holes. it's a good total team effort. I mean, yeah, but, 100%. I mean, it's just incredible to see. And something that we, again, we mentioned haven't seen in God knows how long. Yeah, It's amazing. And I also want to credit... Um, the defensive coaches for making an adjustment at halftime where they had Josh follow Adele round for the rest of, for all of the second half and he shut him down. Yeah. He yeah. did. He made that he one he cool one hand yeah. catch, whatever. Whatever. Good. Keep hey, doing it in great, losses. Great players make great yeah. plays. In, in that's losses. whatever. Yeah. For someone that's been much anyways. discussed in Josh Norman this year and his struggles, um, really since that horrible game in New, uh, New Orleans, it's been he's been great. He yeah. has. And now he said that he wants he doesn't want to do one side, he wants to be where the action is, he wants to guard the best player. Yeah, which I like. That's what you wanted here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with Dunbar out. I mean, that probably should have been the case with Dunbar out mm-hmm. to begin with, just because. I mean, they were abusing. Yeah, Stroman. and it, I don't blame Stroman. It's not no, it's not a seventh so. round rookie going yeah. against hey, Odell Beckham. Yeah. yeah, and you know, again, I thought yes, he. I don't think he was a liability. Yeah, I mean, he got beat a few times, especially by Odell Beckham, as you mentioned yeah. on that third and long. But then there was another play where uh, it was Sterling Shepard was running. Was deep, wide open, deep, and he was able to catch up and knock the ball out. Amazing! It was a hell of a play. Momentum shifter. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Actually, you know what? So I, I didn't shifter. actually see. I saw the end of the game because I've been traveling back from Ocean City, but I saw that highlight, and that was a huge momentum shifter. Unreal. It looked like because I. It's funny when I was watching that highlight. I saw him catch it, and I was like, oh, my God, I cannot imagine what Tom and Ian said. And then the ball, I saw the ball fall. And then, whoop! And then, after, <laughs> oh, they're probably doing the whoop! <laughs> we were quite happy. Yeah. <laughs> we went from, you stu- uh, Oh! <laughs> ah! So, yeah, hell of a play. Um, it so was. He's still there. I mean, just, yeah, seventh-round rookie. What do you, what, I mean, I, what were the reasonable he's, expectations? He's passing my expectations. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, on to the defensive side of the offensive side of the ball. I want to say positive 
because I love being positive the whole just time. Just get it out yeah, of the I'm way, so, Tom, because so sure. we, yeah. we know it's, what's coming. We talked about uh, Tom oh, FaceTimes me after the win. The first thing he says is, Alex Smith sucks. Go, Come on, Tom. <laughs> no, <laughs> the first Hall thing. Notes was in the we background. won. Come, Come on. on. We were dancing. So AP, the guy that the, the, who saved our season, uh, had 26 carries, 149 yards, had that game-ending, essentially 64-yard-long <laughs> touchdown to end it. It was incredible. You know, I'm, I'm looking at AP by the numbers, and he's currently on pace to rush for over 1,300 yards, mm-hmm. something that he hasn't done since 2015. He's averaging 1.1 yards per carry more than he did last year. Now, granted, he's on a better team than he was in Arizona last year. And 2015 was also the last, one, last time he was healthy. Uh, you know, often we talk about the sustainability of this Redskins team. Are we as good as we think we are with this 5-2? and two? Are we just kind of waiting for the law of averages to start applying? You know, if anyone is the exception to the rule, it is, um, you know, a first ballot Hall of Famer in Adrian Peterson. But, I mean, it's – is there going to be – I mean, are you worried? Or is it just you're going along for the ride? What are your thoughts on what we're seeing out of this? It's remarkable. 11 and 5. I, dude, like I was thinking about the other day, I was like, fucking Porter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's on pace. Oh, okay. 11 and 5. <laughs> Hey, I want nothing more than you to be right. Oh, I'd love for you. I'd, I'd bathe in your rightness. But, I mean, go, please. I think so. <laughs> I mean, you have to, in times like this, when, when things are going well, like the, the trying to like, oh, let's not, get our, let's not get our hopes up. Let's not get our, like, that sucks the energy out of everything else, right? So I think letting them continue Letting them, you know, be supportive and, and all of that. Like, yeah, we can Monday night quarterback everything and, and like we do in describing the, the defense and the offense uh, after the fact. But I I was watching the game from my house because I just wasn't feeling well. And I was fucking excited about it by myself. I You were sending sna- right? text yeah. messages. I was like, he's watching the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was, Gregory. you know, I, I have a lot of optimism uh, going forth for the uh, rest of the season. And I, I think we should. We have the recipe. Right. We have the recipe. Run the ball, stop the run, and then Smash the right. shit out of him on defense. Teams too. And, yes. Demoralize Tress them Tress on defense. He's been, there's a point in his career where he was our best player on the team. Yes. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not the case anymore. Right. But he's unreal. Yes. Yeah. He, he pins them inside of the 20 better than anybody. Defense gives the offense the momentum to perform yeah. by, by showing up and just shoving it back down their face and stopping them, making them punt. Just beautiful. keep doing that. And then get the offense back on the field. More, more reps, more time on the field, more snaps to be able to make a play. So I guess what Tom's question was is: Are you basically asking is this sustainable or? Yeah, yeah. I, I for the time being, I think it is. Right now, absolutely. Because again, we're not playing any juggernauts. Now, right? Who's, who's our next three? It's I got it right here. Atlanta, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, at Tampa Bay, and Houston, and Houston, and then at Cowboys for on Thanksgiving. No. Oh. <clears throat> so. I mean, those are not. I'm looking at it. Uh, I think the Bucks and the Texans are in the top ten in run defense, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't necessarily think that scares but, me. Uh, th- Te- Texans, out of all those teams, Texans <clears throat> scare scare me the most. Right. Yeah. Especially absolutely. now they got Demarius and Deshaun looks very healthy now. Yeah. Yeah. They've righted this. Yes. Watt looks healthy. Bill O'Brien's just a really good coach, so you knew they were going to write it eventually, and they look scary. That's scary yeah. to me. But absolutely. Beatable, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, these are three winnable games. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, go two and one. That's, I'll be happy. Yeah, very happy. So, okay, what we're at the twenty minute mark. I, I think um, that 
it's reasonable now, now I don't know when the timeline to expect all right, it needs to happen now but I think it's reasonable to expect Alex Smith will eventually regress back to his mean in terms of you being better more accurate um, and, and ascend to his norm right ascend yeah, to average I'll be happy yeah ascend to average okay so, and then and then by that you know Peterson might have to tail off a little bit because the passing game might be opening up and he might not be getting as many touches and then also where do you balance okay Save AP for the playoffs. Yes. Because you don't want to run him into you the ground. Can, you, cannot, you can't run him into the ground. You cannot do that. And you then, saw him at the end of that run. As yeah. much as I love him, he, yes. was, he, was, he was gassed. He was chugging along 10. there. Yeah. The <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, he's not going to make it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, a lot of this is riding on, and rightfully so, he's the quarterback, Alex Smith. He, he needs to play better. I think that's just the general consensus. I, I, it gets to a point where, okay, we're halfway through the season now. You need to play better. You need to play back to your Pro Bowl level that you're capable of playing. In a system now, yes, he has receivers that are hurt, but in a system that is kind of tailing towards your strength with a strong defense, a strong run game, your weapons on the outside aren't there yet, but you have tight ends available and you have capable receivers of making quick plays. That's an excellent point, and I would say because I wrote down on my notes here: Are we a bad five and two team? Because still, so. if within the power rankings, ESPN still didn't even put us in the top ten. Not even the top ten. There's. I'm okay with it. Yes, please. please. Yeah, please. So is but it? There's two teams ahead of us that we beat, and then also the person who's behind us in the in the NFC East. There are three three spots ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go fuck yourself. So, <laughs> you know, I, I would say because I feel like saying sustainability is redundant because we talk about it so often, and we're just, I guess, we're just so used to shit hitting for the fan for lack of better words that we're just okay when is the just waiting for it yeah when is the avalanche gonna come but I would say this team will continue to play to this level under one premise and one premise alone and that is if Alex Alex Smith plays adequately yeah if he plays to not even to the level that he did last year but guys this is bad throw for 200 yards please it's bad it's it's bad yeah. It's bad. He's, I mean, he had five yards per, he, what he, let's see, where'd it go? Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, 20 for 32, 178 yards, 5.6 average, one touchdown. Yes, I know he didn't turn the ball over, never Kirkers, but guys, he's, we, there's, he is so uncomfortable in this offense. He's missing throws, his awareness, his escapability in the pocket, all of these strengths that showed his improvement everywhere he's been besides here. I don't know why this isn't working. And, I mean, there's going to be a game or games that, you know, if I'm the Atlanta Falcons next week, I am putting nine guys in the box saying, we dare you to throw it. Yeah. We dare you. I don't know why teams haven't done that already. I know. Already. I know. And thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. I agree. Thank but you good God. I mean, Dallas. <laughs> that, that deep pass that Alex Smith attempted to Paul Richardson, which he missed by <laughs> 10 yards, it felt like. Um, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. And then there was another one that was on third and one, and oh, we were, went into a spread Christ. formation. I don't even think we had a running back in the backfield. <laughs> and he had a quick little hook route to Jordan Reed, kind of sit in the middle of that zone. And that's been our bread and butter for years with Jordan. And he missed him by just just an inexcusable miss. And I feel like we're having this conversation every week. Yeah. it was. It, that, was that one was worse for me. Yeah, was, me too. Me too. It, it wasn't on a third down. I, li- I like the aggressiveness of going for the long ball. But that Jordan Reed one on a third down when we needed that third down and one he was ten feet away, <laughs> like yeah. he was ten feet away and he just sailed it. 
You don't expect that out of your veteran quarterback that no. you paid $71 million to. Yeah. So, you, Bobby, you weren't able to catch most of the game. I caught the end of the third and most of the fourth, okay. I think. I got to the bar like 3.30. Porter, what do you think of uh, number 11? I mean, is he playing to his paycheck right now? No. No, absolutely not. I still think he can pull it out. I think that even with all of the momentum and, and the great showing that the defense did, that was still like, I mean, you can, I can understand the hesitancy in wanting to get behind him. And I just, for guys like that who've been in the league this long, who have been through so many other different teams, figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at Fitzpatrick, great fucking example of that, you know. A, an amazing quarterback that just never kind of got it right, bounced around to different teams, and now he's going to start again for uh, Tampa. For Tampa, yep. I am optimistic, and I think that's just always what I bring to it. It's, I'm, I'm optimistic to him figuring out because I, I can't, I can't fathom him not. Right. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Same. It's for him to continue playing like that. Just isn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. We have too much of a track record of Alex Smith being way better than this, and. With, with the Fitzpatrick point, we know his track record. We know this is what you get. I mean, he could have some good games, but he's going to have some terrible games. Yeah. Alex Smith has proven that he can be consistently good. Mm-hmm. And and both play, and he did it in San Francisco and in most recently in Kansas City. I yeah. think, yes, I, I just can't believe this is the Alex Smith that we're getting. He's he's going to see that he's already seen that film. I'm sure he's already been fucking, you know, reamed out by his uh QB coach and and offensive line or offensive line uh offensive coordinator whatever. I I feel like he's in a low point. I feel like the last 3 wins, you know, he definitely it was a 100% team effort in pulling that out, but I I can't imagine him staying bad. Yeah, because it just it doesn't make any sense statistically. That shouldn't happen because there's nothing there for him to do so. Well, he, 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 he has he has everything that. available to him. Yeah, they're on a win streak right now. They got a lot of <laughs> momentum, and now they got this you know, ha uh, ha ha coming over. Like it's just, I, it's there's so much. Yeah, know. it's all, it's yeah. all yeah. adding up for Alex Smith to be successful, like you were saying. And I, I the only part that concerns me is that okay, now we're halfway through the season. I need to start seeing it pretty quickly. You you would think that, okay, this would be an issue. You would see some gradual improvement week to week. But like Tom said, we're having this conversation every week now over the past three weeks, even though we're winning. It's actually been getting worse. Yeah. So it's like, all right, so when is the turning point for you? When are you going to finally click and start playing with these guys and, and performing up to the level that we know you're capable of, that you probably know that you're capable of, and, you know, putting this team on your back, dude. You got two bad pass defenses coming in back to back. Very bad. And and my concern is, let's say it's a close game and we're trailing. And we need him to win the fourth game. Fourth quarter. Yeah. We need our $71 million guaranteed contract quarterback to go make chicken salad out of chicken salad. <laughs> yeah. It's not even chicken shit. Yeah. And so it's – I just – I don't think the coaching staff, staff has faith in him right now. I don't have faith in him. And able Does he have the ability to do that? I he has the ability. Yeah, I'm sorry. He he does have the ability, but right now I just I feel like his confidence is shot. Um, although he won't really particularly show that on the field. And if it's no AP, I, I don't know what's going to happen. If it's, AP it, goes no down, AP, we've we've had to. Over. <laughs> yeah, but in I mean it's it's quite evident that 
in the two games that Adrian Peterson wasn't able to do Adrian Peter th- Peterson things, we've lost. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Um, something to keep an eye on forward. All right. Um, that wraps up mm-hmm. pretty much Redskins talk again three in a row. It's hard to complain. First place. First place. Nitpicking. I think we're third in the NFC right now. I think we also have the easy. We are. We are. We yeah. will be facing. Uh, I just saw it. Crap. Uh, I think the Seahawks at the playoffs started today. No, oh, we'd lose. Fucking Seahawks. And of course it's the Seahawks. Hey, Always no, Seahawks. we won it. We just beat it's the Penguins. Yeah. Okay, we got over yeah. that fucking hump. <laughs> Let's do this. You know, it's... Uh, Let's fuck this shit. <laughs> you said it, Ovi. That was Koozie. Oh, fuck. This shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're ready to go around the league? Yeah. Okay. So, last what? week's results. For first place. What? Oh, in first place. Oops. Okay. First place, there is a tie. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, shit. Bobby and Porter with 11. Hey. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Ian. Even with my Raiders pick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought. No, no, he, remember, I switched he switched it. Switched. And, then, oh, and then they lost. You switched it back to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot. They and actually, they were back. looking okay for they like were the first They months. were. They were up like. I picked the Raiders too, bud. Oh, okay. um, Ian was next with 10, Tom with uh, 9. That leaves mm. the records too. Tom's in first with seventy eight. Bobby seventy seven. Here we go. Porter seventy two. Ian seventy one. <laughs> so other than we talked about, this is tr- much closer than it was last year. Much closer. Yeah, I think Porter and I were up by like fifteen at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. check the spreadsheet. Um, so I know well, we, you, you and I kept taking flyers together. That's, I think that's what it was because we weren't disagreeing with each other. We were disagreeing. We were. I thought we were the ones taking. They flyers. were taking flyers. Were they? Yeah. Oh. Well, Bobby, and Bobby kept on doing the bits. Oh, right. <laughs> yep. Let's get some bits, baby. <laughs> no, I was doing the bits, too, because I kept on picking the Giants. I kept, and I kept on losing, yeah. so I had to keep on picking the yeah. Giants. And goddamn right, I'm going to keep on picking the Redskins to lose. That's true. Um, <laughs> guys, don't worry. So, biggest news other than the trade deadline. And the least shocking information posted this week is Hugh Jackson is out of a job. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh fired God. by the Cleveland Browns, as well as offensive Weird. coordinator Todd Haley. You that know, one surprised me. That one that surprised, surprised me. me too. You know what? Actually, let's give um, Hugh Jackson some credit. It it's almost impossible to be a head coach for forty games and only win three. Did Did you see the only coach with a worse record was for the Philadelphia Eagles? I can't remember the years, but it was like forty six to fifty one, something like that. And the only reason that he kept the job was because he was also the owner. <laughs> so the only person who has a worse record as a head coach was the coach owner. Was it is that a is he a descendant of Jerry Jones? Probably. <laughs> like crazy. I saw it, I was like, Hugh. Like and we thought he was a good coach when he was coming out of Oakland. Yeah, he went eight and eight for eight the eight Raiders. And turned him around. I guess Al Davis knew what he was doing on that one. So Fire. where do the Browns go from here? I mean, you number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield is now your starting quarterback. How does you get rid of not only his head coach, but also his OC. Yeah. So Greg, former Redskins defensive coordinator, who we wanted to be the head coach, God damn. gets his, uh, this is his second head coaching gig, Greg <clears throat> Williams. He was previously in Buffalo before his Redskins tenure. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, so after Joe Gibbs retired, we all thought we have a top 10 defense. Greg Williams seems to be a shoe. It just made sense. Then we held him in like five, six interviews. Ran, we held him for ransom for like three days and then decided to fire him instead of hire him. Mm-hmm. And then, Led to the infamous Jim Zorn era. Hip hip, Horne versus Horne. Did you hear Clinton Portis talk about yep. that today? 
Well, I heard I heard that he did talk about. It. I haven't gone back to listen to the podcast. He was like, "That's the stupidest to. shit that ever hip, happened." Hip. <laughs> All right. Um, so, anyways, Greg Sounds Williams like gets that's a direct uh, quote. <laughs> Greg Williams gets a uh, gets an opportunity to light a fire under this team. But Greg Williams isn't going to have anything to do with the offense. That's no. what I'm wondering. Who's who's stepping? The quarterbacks coach, I guess. Yeah, that or Al Saunders is offensive uh, assistant. Is head head offensive assistant? I believe he was. Nice. Yeah, he so was, <laughs> hopefully trim down his 200-page playbook. You're going to keep picking the brownies? Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to keep about, on picking the Raiders? About that. If you pick the Raiders, I'll pick the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and you actually have to feel because you would think, I, I got to make sure that our number one overall pick is in good shape. Make sure that Baker Mayfield's set up for now and in the future, 10 years from now, ideally. Um, but firing your coach midseason and your offensive coordinator – I mean, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm like, what the hell? So this is why no one wants to play for guys, yeah. <laughs> guys. Uh-huh. Help. Where are all my players? <laughs> or, so, my or maybe maybe there's something we don't know that Baker wasn't getting along with Haley. Ba- they didn't like the direction that Haley was well, going. Well, I with. mean, I knew we knew and Hugh the, Jackson and Haley weren't getting. No, along. yeah. The, no. the first episode of Hard Knocks was Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley had that really awkward encounter in the coaches', coaches meeting, meeting where yeah. I full heartedly agreed with Todd Haley, where <laughs> I went 100. percent And yeah. apparently. Todd Haley's just been doing whatever the hell he wants this entire season and not listening to Hugh Jackson at all. Sounds like um, any given Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Did, did you see somebody, an anonymous player, directly said that uh, Hugh Jackson was like Michael Scott? Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> come on. That's never a good thing. Damn. <laughs> Do you even watch TV? <laughs> so, now that Hugh Jackson is gone, um, who's next? Who else is on the hot seat? Scott Brooks. I mean, so... <laughs> I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, God, that Giants coach sucks. He does, but I don't think it's. What his about? Fault. Um, I mean, I was just saying, we, you know what we didn't talk about in terms of the haha Clinton Dicks? Why are the Packers selling? Why are they selling? Who else did they trade off? Uh, the, Randall, uh, Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery but oh, he, yeah. he was going to be gone. He was going to be gone. But it's, but you traded. Off, I mean, your defense is probably your weak spot. Yeah. So you trade off your best defensive player. Don't get I mean, that. I don't get that. But for just a fourth rounder, it's not like we, we gave up the house for. Fourth I thought rounder. He, I read something. He was on his way out. I mean, Mike McCarthy might Ty, be on the Ty way Montgomery. out. If the, if the Packers don't yeah, make the playoffs, Mike McCarthy's probably in trouble. I would say the head coach in Tampa the year before in Hard Knocks was Dirk Cutter. Mm-hmm. I was surprised he wasn't fired after last year. And I mean, this team is a complete turmoil. Sean Jackson requested a trade. Jameis Winston was benched. Yeah. Now Fitzmagic is back. I, you know, I would Hell say is. what. I, I don't foresee a, a a bright future for Dirk Cutter in Tampa. Did we? Uh, did we? Uh, other than the fourth round pick for Clinton Dix, uh, what else did we pay? That's it. That's, That's it. it. That so we just we just up. took his contract on and, yep. and everything else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's, he's got a he's, this he's, year. yeah. So he's got a one year deal with us for the and I think that was half season. Who is it? Uh, it was either Halfway. NBC Sports Washington or I can't remember exactly. It's who probably it was. them. But it was basically that he was on the last year of his contract. They weren't looking to re-sign him, I guess, uh, and that they were looking at their younger talent to come up, basically. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "All right, well, yeah. he's the second highest graded safety in the league, behind, of course, DJ Swanger." Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we got him for. Yeah, yeah, pick. no, absolutely. <laughs> Whatever the reasons, I I don't understand it, but I'll tell I you. He, I hope he. Blow shit out of the water and gets us to this eleven and five. What about um, 
<laughs> I would say if the Cowboys don't do well, Jason Garrett's probably in trouble. Uh, he's he he's, coach he's in lukewarm water. The clapper. He can the clapper. clapper. He can coach there as long as he wants. Please. Um, um, here's one. What if the Ravens don't make the playoffs? Ooh. John Hallball. Years removed from that Super Bowl. They haven't made the playoffs since 2014. Oh, those poor fans. <laughs> I don't, I don't Maybe, see him being on the hot seat. You know? Not this year, at least. Because that defense is something fierce. But that's kind of the, my point. Is like, all right, you have a elite defense and you can't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What's going on with the offense? But then they draft and you have Lamar an Jackson. Elite quarterback. We'll see. Yeah, elite. Sounds familiar. <clears throat> yeah, well, I feel like the Ravens preach such a level of continuity that I... <sighs> Yeah. At the same time, I mean, it's the NFL is what have you done for me lately kind of league. Yeah. It's just so, like it seems like a team that I mean, usually has high expectations. The, the coach they had before him won a Super Bowl too, and they fired him also. Yeah. Yeah, but after a while. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, again, I'll put Jason uh, Garrett in there, Dirk Cutter in Tampa, uh, John Gruden. Good God. <laughs> I can oh, promise wait, you. Years? I can promise you. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> oh time. yeah, I forgot um, about it. A decade-long of, contract. Speaking of turmoil, so the the Eagles and Jaguars <laughs> played in played in London this past Sunday morning. <laughs> Said I get from London. So the as I understand it, the day before the game, the night before the game, four or five Jaguars <laughs> players put up a forty to fifty thousand dollar bar tab. Fifty thousand euros. Sixty-four thousand dollar bar tab. American. And oh, were, then there was an altercation over dispute over the bill. Um, and then they go ahead and Amongst themselves? Probably. No, they were like... Probably they, with the establishment. Yeah, they like put bottles on or something that wasn't theirs or like charged them for a whole bunch of shit. And yeah. <sighs> so anyway, so this was a, a team that was... This was the night before the game, correct? Yeah. Yes. Oh, boy. Also, how <laughs> the fuck does any four... Like four, four people... Like that's <laughs> that's insane. I'm assuming there were a lot of girls there too. Still, even with that, <laughs> God, like I wish maybe, Rag was here to make a comment. Oh, maybe thanks they could buy me a drink. I think <laughs> I'd, I'd say maybe I'd, I'd believe twenty grand, but almost sixty eight thousand dollars. That's insane. There's no uh, whatever. Co- <laughs> no, cocaine's no, a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul, I'm with you. That that's and it's that's, out of your system. Like it's an days. absurd amount of alcohol. There's no way no, they spent I, that much. Oh, there absolutely is. You see these guys when they go out there? I mean, they buy the most expensive bottles, and they just keep it coming. And people come in and drink it. Going out with the rag. The rag. I won't, I won't throw you out there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that bug. <laughs> I felt like you was here. <laughs> that was good. All right, love everybody. <laughs> so, you know, the Eagles beat the Jaguars. Blake Bortles started again. That This team was, you know, a Super Bowl contending team, and they are complete dysfunction in Jacksonville. I... Yips. Yeah. 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 It's just straight I didn't hear about that, so that that was news to me. That's incredible. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I got very little football news on Sunday. I watched very little. Um, did you watch the Vikings-New Orleans game? New Orleans went, went ahead. And I did not. I was exhausted. I went to bed. <laughs> I watched Big Mouth and went to bed. Nice. Yeah, well, you, miss, you missed Megan and I got on sushi on. and watched Big Mouth and went to sleep. Kirk didn't have a good game. It was bad, Kirk. It was bad, Kirk. It was definitely bad, It's going to happen. And it did. You know, but and how that's all because it was prime time. So now that's all I keep on hearing about. Yes, I would still take Kirk Cousins. Of course, goddamn right. Um, and the other game, another really really good game was the Packers Rams, where it looked like the Packers were in control for at least the first half of that game. But I mean, even the Rams at their like when they're not even playing their best, they're still beating good teams. Yeah. That just shows you how talented and how well coached this Los Angeles Rams team is. Yep. 
you know, do I? I don't. They're not going to go undefeated. I mean, that's historic. I mean, but I mean, how good is this team? I mean, I think it could happen. Well, they do play the Chiefs on the nineteenth. That's a that's a Monday night in Mexico City. And I think what I think they play the Saints. They play the Saints this weekend. They do mm-hmm. in New Orleans. In New Orleans. in New Orleans. Those are your probably two biggest. If they get past those two, undefeated. Undefeated. Okay. So. Oh, can we say that about Todd Gurley though? Yeah, go for it. Brilliant move to not go in for the touchdown. Yeah. At the end of the game, whoever's bitch about him, the Barstool's president calling him a coward and all that shit. Did you see that? Well, wow, Portnoy acting Portnoy, like an asshole. Portnoy, a dickhead. Weird. Oh yeah. So you lost twenty thousand. I don't give a shit. He made the right choice. That's that's team first. Why would you even give Aaron Rodgers one percent? Nope. Give him zero percent. I want yeah. Aaron Rodgers to not touch that ball. Never, of course, there are plenty scenario. of of uh, videos on the internet to to back up Gurley's decision. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> plenty. And, plenty of them. And, and that self was. And they're he, like fifteen minutes long. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> of, of of Aaron Rodgers highlights. This and he's going for the single season record. So that's yeah. how selfless he actually is. Yeah. He's going for the touchdown record. Yep. My man. I mean, yeah, I totally agree. And I love me more now. Who the fuck cares about your gambling I problem? I give two shits about you. Yeah, yeah, you have a gambling problem. <laughs> and you have a mil- over a million dollars. I give a fuck less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he sure. made the right choice. Absolutely. All right. Ready? Ready, ready for week nine. Pick them. Yeah. Porter, you're up, bud. Oh, shit. All right. Is it, it goes to me, then to Bobby, then to you, to the Ian? Mm-hmm. So Ian's last, and I'm... Okay. That's, yep. that's the circle. Just the way you that's like it. Thursday night. Say that again? Thursday night football. I'll Raiders. Take, I'll take night. Oh, God. At 49ers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 49ers are favored by three, Greg. To you, bud. All right, if I pick the Raiders, you have to pick the Browns. <laughs> God damn it. Who do the Browns play? <laughs> the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, we never uh, shook a damn thing. <laughs> damn it. 40, 49ers. Okay, Bob. It's only three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shit. Uh, are the Raiders going to win one game this season? Another game. Shit. It's a family thing. Go Raiders. <laughs> They're, I have cousins in San Francisco. It's a family thing. I, I, so I'm not going to be on that island with you anymore, That's Bob. fine. Oh, I'm sorry, That's fine. Dude. I'll drown A rivalry, here. I think. Yeah, okay. I'm going to yeah, go ahead and Niners. Hear talk. My dad's cousin's <laughs> live out there. Who'd you go, Tom? Ian? I went Niners, too. I'm, I'm done picking the Raiders. All Niners, but you guys? No. You won Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> Just win one more, baby. Okay, Ian. Next game, Bears at Bills. The Bears are favored by nine and a half. It's going to be about a baker's dozen, Bob. <laughs> uh, bear stuff, bear stuff. Wait, you don't have faith in Nathan Peterman? You know I do. I mean Derek but just, Anderson, but just throwing a lot of interceptions. I got a lot of. Did faith. you? Did a you lot of watch faith to be the worst quarterback? Yes. Yeah. Were you watching the game last night? Yeah. 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 Did you see that fucking whatever CGI B roll of them fishing? Yeah. They do no, that every week. The quarterback. That yeah, was they, that was a bit of a reach. I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> they do that, dude. They do that sort of animation every week on Monday Night Football. It's a really bad bit. It's that a was terrible the bit. Dumbest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, <laughs> they put a lot of time into this. Like they were like, hey, wait, hey, mom, 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 mom. I'm coming up on TV right now. This is the thing I did. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. What? It was bad. Oh, God. I, gotta, I, I wish I gotta, you were. It was so YouTube bad. It. They were just talking about all the, the quarterbacks that had gone through the Bills and how they like, well, there was this person, and then he went away. And he's like on a boat on Niagara Falls. So. They were on a boat. boat. And the boat goes off the falls. And you remember when you oh, were urinating and thing. you <laughs> sank my rowboat? It was that. <laughs> so See, but mine bad. was real life. I was just like, what <laughs> is happening It was 3.30 in the morning. 
Slightly intoxicated. Oh, a little bit. God. You guys are going to get hypothermia. Hypothermia. <laughs> B- uh, bears. All right, bears all around. Porter. Bucks with the starting Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Panthers. Panthers are favored by six and a half. Where is it at? It's at Carolina. Interesting. <laughs> Intimate. <laughs> uh, fuck. I want Fitzpatrick to do it. But Fitzmagic. Mm, Fitz oh, magic in the oh, air. Oh, oh, it's magic. You know. Yeah, you I'm going Fitz magic. There it is. Woo! Dang, Panthers. Same here. Do it. You see him at the when he Panthers. um. That oh, last, his eyes. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I love like, that guy. He's yeah. so awesome. I love awesome. him so much. Yeah. I want to be his friend. He's the coolest guy to ever come out of Harvard. Right. And it's it's going to get worse in Cleveland as they play the Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored. Oh, Conan Bryant's by to do eight. This. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. They fired Hugh. <laughs> they, they fired Todd. They got a good thing going here. Hey, they, they fired Tyron Lou. They drained the swamp, and they're going to stay in the swamp because they're going to get Molly Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> What's ugly. the spread? The spread is Only eight. eight. Is that it? Eight and a half. Yeah. Huh. Because it's in Cleveland. Brown's covering. Bang. <laughs> Chiefs. Not a shot. Yeah. Next game. Next game. <laughs> Jets at Dolphins. The Dolphins are favored by three. Jets. Okay. Bob? Dolphins, Jets are a different team on the road. I'm going to go Jets, too. Yeah. I'm going to go Dolphins. Of course you Depends are. who's Drake's starting. If, if Ryan Tannehill is coming back, then it'd feel a lot better. It would. Or that a change if you find out that he's coming back? No. I already picked the Dolphins. No. <laughs> okay. Next, Ian. Former ri- oh, this is a rivalry game. Steelers at Ravens. Oh, shit balls. Yeah. <laughs> That's this weekend. And yes, I've been right a couple times here, Umo. Every, he texts me every time. What's the spread? Bob, I didn't write it down. Uh, hold on, let me find it. Uh, Ra- Ravens like getting minus, seven, minus three and a half. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Ravens-Steelers game. It's always three and a half. Ravens are getting three and a half? Yeah, minus three and a half for the Ravens. Wait. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You're the one looking at it. So the Ravens beat the crap out of the Says Ravens minus three and a half. Yeah, Ravens are favored by three and a half. Yeah. So that means it's in Baltimore? Yep. I think they're going to take it out this time. In Baltimore, coming off, what, two losses now? Yeah, Baltimore. Damn. This is you know, typically, these teams split. Yes, and that's... And the Ravens kicked the crap out of Pittsburgh. They did, didn't they? Fuck balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going Steelers. I think they're going to split this season as usual. I think so, too. And they're playing really well right Steelers. now. Steelers. All right. Ian, you're on your island. With Umo. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of O's talk. It's, I'd prefer my lonely island. This one's going to be very talkative. Porter Love you man Love you man Lions at Vikings Vikings are only favored by five and a half I thought it'd be more Yeah Vikings Kirk's gonna turn around Is that Minnesota all the way around guys? Yeah I think I think it's gonna be a good game And Detroit's gonna put a good fight Who does Stafford throw to? Marvin Jones Kenny Galladay Galladay is good Yeah Marvin Jones is more of a Deshaun Jackson type 
Brandon Johnson's been good for me on fantasy. Carry on your way. All right, Ian. Texans at Broncos. Broncos are favored by two and a half. Now, this spread was before the Demaryius Thomas trade, so. Mm -hmm. I'm still going Texans. I am too. Yep. Houston all the way around. Okay, Porter. You. Chargers at Seahawks. Good game here. That Hopkins catch. I would say the Seahawks have really, uh, you know, they've surpassed their expectations. I really thought they were going to be like a cell in complete cell mode, but, you know. Russell Wilson. They're getting it done, yeah. Russell Russell Wilson Wilson things. Yep. It is one and a half. Yep. (coughs) That's a surprising spread. Seahawks. In Seattle. Yeah. Chargers are good. They are. They are. Hey, that was preseason. I picked them in the Super Bowl. You did. Damn. You were not alone in that, too. They were. There was a dark horse. Yep. Bob? I want to pick the Chargers, but I think the Seahawks are going to ride momentum after a big win in Detroit. So, Seattle. Especially I, at home. I will, I, the, I'll, the thing is, I'll the, pick LA if it's in at, LA. Yeah, at Seattle is not the same level that it was a few years ago. Well, that crowd's still, still amazing. The crowd yeah, is, but yeah. the Legion of Boom is no, not what it once was. It's not even existing. It's, it's nothing. Think. It's not there anymore. It's Earl Thomas. No, Earl Thomas is not even looking around anymore. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Chargers. Go Chargers. Porter. I'm sorry, Ian. Excuse me. Yeah, go Chargers. Okay. All right, Ian. Game of the week. God damn it. <laughs> Ram, Rams at Saints. Uh-oh. The Saints are favored by one and a half points. Toss up. <laughs> Eight and over, six and one. Damn. America's game of the week. I am Man. sorry, McDreamy. That's not even a Sunday night game or no. a Monday night. Nope. That's just a four o'clock That's game. Four That's twi- a four. That's the 425 Fox game. I no, think. We're going to go back to back. Nice. Nice. Noise. Uh, yep. Sorry, McDreamy. I think this is where it ends. Saints. Yep. Saints in the Superdome is just. I agree. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. And their defense is actually playing better, too. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to go Saints. So Damn. Us, you're welcome. Uh, Again, I, I, here we go. Rams <laughs> all damn day. The Jackson Ram. All right. Another amazing game here. Packers at Patriots. You know this is only Sunday the night football. Did time? you see that Michael Jordan commercial? Oh, dude, man. that got me all kinds of what a cocktease! What a cocktease! I didn't see it. Oh, Bob. But did you know that <laughs> this is only the second time that Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady have played against each other? That's crazy. Isn't that insane? It seems like almost impossible. One of them must have been hurt, and or something. Times. I mean, I they only play been. each other four times, um, once every four years. Yeah. Is it in New England? Yes. yes. Sunday Shit. night too. Uh, New England's only favored by a point. I got five and a half here. You do? Yeah. This is Yahoo. I got though. six and a half on Damn. CBS. Okay. ESPN. Those two make more what sense. What the crap? This was before those trades, too. So. Yeah. I, I want the Packers to win, but I'm going uh, Patriots. Okay. Yeah, Patriots. I want. The, I, I agree. I want the Packers. But I, I, I want to take the Packers because without um, – Sony Michelle, I thought the the Patriots were completely one dimensional. So I mean, can of course, if any team can win the game throwing it fifty plus times, it's Tom Brady and the Patriots with their four yard in routes and out routes the entire time. But I mean, that was a close game for three quarters against it was. the Bills. Yep, they almost and, didn't cover that two touchdowns for us. You know, I. But they did. I wanted. Did. If it was in Green Bay, I would take the. Uh, Do it. Nah. Do it. 
No, I'm, I'm like the Browns. Stay with the Patriots. Patriots at home this late yeah. in the season. You fucking pussy. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to pick the Packers. <laughs> we all want to pick the I Packers. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Patriots. Also, if it's not for uh, Tom Montgomery, the Packers probably beat the Rams. Yes. I would say they do. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And that's the thing. They told, I feel, they told him to take a knee. I feel too. like they can beat anyone. They just always hurt themselves. The Packers. Just by not giving Aaron Rodgers the ball. Right. To give Aaron Rodgers, to give the best quarterback. That's why they the told him to take times. a knee and he. Oh. Could you imagine? I would have. Could you imagine? <laughs> and they said he was throwing a tantrum earlier in the game, early in the fourth, fourth quarter. Aaron Rodgers was? No. no Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. Really? Yeah, he was throwing a temper tantrum. And then. Uh, he was getting it with coaches, and then before he went out, they told him, like, take a knee. Mm-hmm. And then he brought it out, <laughs> and we all know how that turned out. Ooh. And right. two days later, he gone. <laughs> wow, what did they even get for him? Like a late Se- round. Wait, a uh, seventh round. Nothing. Yeah. And I think in 2020, too. <laughs> 2020 also, not 2022. Yeah. All right. Monday Night Football, guys. Titans at Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by six and a half. Ian. The debut of Amari Cooper in the Big D. Uh, God damn it, they're going to win too. Cowboys, fuck you. Although the Titans are on a three-game losing okay. streak. Let's go Titans. Yeah, let's go Titans, but you're picking Titans? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm picking Titans. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I break my bit? No, fuck no. <laughs> let's go. Go Mariota. Cowboys. Go get your revenge in that stadium. Damn it, if you pick the Titans, I was going to be like, hey, let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> let's all do Titans. So, guys, I have the Falcons Redskins spread. The Redskins are favored by a point and a half. Is that still what you guys have? Let me see. Yes, I, I do. Have. That's what I got. I have even. Really? Mm-hmm. So, you do ESPN. You do Yahoo. Yeah. Tom does ESPN. You do Ian does Yahoo. And I do CBS. Okay. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I do portartart.com. Um, so, so it, Redskins, it, 11 and 5. What is it? What is it? <laughs> wasn't it uh, Gregory Porterfax? Stack? Yeah, Porterfax. Porterfax.com. Porterfax.com. .org, sorry. I don't have the money to pay for .com. <laughs> then you can go to porterpastries.gov. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think this is... The Falcons are a much better team than the Giants. We can all agree to that. But Definitely they're offensively. S- they're yes. similar to a point where they have been decimated by injuries. They're bad on the defensive side of the ball. For the Falcons, it's because of injuries. For the Giants, it's because they suck. But then they also still have just a wealth of talent on the offensive side of the ball. Matt Ryan seems to be playing at that almost near an MVP level again like he did two years ago. Especially when he's at home. Julio Jones, is st- despite not scoring beast. touchdowns, is still playing remarkably. Calvin Ridley looks like it's been a complete steal of a draft pick late in the first round. Mohamed Sanu still good. Austin Hooper, Tevin Coleman. I mean, they have... A lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball, and this might be the biggest test our defense will, will face this season. Well, besides, besides, other the Saints, New Orleans, yeah. Yeah. besides the Saints, excuse we'll, me. We'll chalk that one up just to an L. That didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, talk about a perfect time to test out your new safety and this new defense. I mean, this is a huge test. Um, and, you know, we said earlier that the Aha Clinton Dix move was in response to the Eagles and Cowboys getting receivers. So let's see how he does against one of the. Best passing offenses, actually total offenses in the in the yeah. league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, without Devontae Freeman, I mean they're not they're more pass heavy than running. Right, but Coleman's still serviceable. Absolutely. Um. So yeah. Now the question is, in terms of this Falcons offense, does it travel to outdoors? Sure. 
And this is similar to the Panthers. No. This is this is a team that they we cannot figure not. out. We have not beat them in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, I heard out. that the Redskins have never beaten the Falcons at, at home. Besides in the playoffs in the 80s when... Um, uh, or sorry, at FedEx Field. Got it. Because that was that in, that was that famous game where uh, MC Hammer came to the sidelines because he was friends with Deion Sanders, and then we just completely beat the shit out of them. Hell it was, yes. We won the Super Bowl that year. That must be nice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All we know is highlights. Yep, and bedtime stories. Yeah. That's for me. Got a lot. So <laughs> it's oh, so now, about Haha <laughs> Clinton Dix, Bobby, Ian Porter. <coughs> is he immediately penciled in the starting lineup? You're going to play every snap. Like DJ Swearinger, or is he going to be kind of almost played a, in like a reserve role, at least to start? Tomorrow and Thursday will tell. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Depending on how much he picks up, depending on all the, you know, what is it? Uh, it's not the practice squad. What's the in between that when you're just off to the sideline doing your own drills? Like, well, like they do Indiv- for individual work. Yeah, just yeah. your individual work and seeing. I mean, I I can't imagine they not. I mean, yes. I mean, he's going to play. He's going to play. He's yeah. going to play. And I'm sure he's going to start too. Yeah, but yeah, how how much? Because we already know Nicholson can do it, right? So yeah, there's no point in forcing him if he's not fully. And ready. he's a proven veteran. It's not like we're throwing. Yeah, but know, he's a rookie. He's only fire. played in one system. Well, I guess two systems in Green Bay. So I mean, I don't think there's really any familiarity between our coaching staff and him. Yeah. Um, although I think we both play a three-four, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't know. I do I foresee him playing every snap? Probably not. He's played every snap for the Packers this season. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Just like a DJ has. I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, and he's I, also played every game in his career. So, do you guys want him playing ooh, every snap? Ooh. Do I want to? Do play I every, want? No, not going with Bobby. Snap. I feel like safety would be different in that, in that right. regard, though. Like it's, I mean, yeah, his job is regardless of what system he's in, mm-hmm. isn't entirely that different when you're talking about safeties. It's nobody gets past this line, and you kill people in the open field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he'll be the strong safety he'll too. Strong, yeah. right? So. I, I, I hope they, they utilize him a lot, and I hope by doing so he proves himself and then they keep going. Sure. I, yes, but I would also say there probably should be a leash on him. If he if he's just clearly not getting it out there. <coughs> if there's or, any miscommunication. Or, you're right. All right, yeah. then all right, kind of give him a couple breathers and pull him aside. Hey, this is what we're doing. Blah, 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 I, I really want to see a lot from Monty Nicholson still. Yeah. I mean, can this guy take – again, if I were him, I'd be pissed off. At the same time, he's – you know, we always say it's a business. It's a business. Is he able to take the personal side of saying, "Man, what do you guys?" If he, he's got to lose confidence because of this, I would light a fire under your ass. You know, Hopefully will he does. still be able to play effectively? Yeah, um, even that within his head, we'll see. Um, you know, uh, we always say how the Redskins win a game is they they control the clock, they don't turn the ball over, they run the ball, they play good <coughs> defense. Um, last week we talked about Alex Smith needing a get right game against a bad defense. Hey, get, get right. right. <laughs> Are you two friends? Can, can he play? <laughs> he's he's unconscious. <laughs> what can he play? Can he play? Can he play? <laughs> what did we just quote, Bob? Uh, a can he play? A sports movie. You're on the right track. Sorry, I didn't kind have time of, to, really. write, to draw dicks about it, but <laughs> oh, that would have been a good one, dude. <laughs> it's not Waterboy. Johnny Storm no. is in this. Chris, okay, uh, Chris Evans in it. Mm-hmm. Jake Weiler. Jake Weiler. I, 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 I can see the movie, but I don't know the name. I don't just people. sleep with any guy that writes me a, a sweet letter. <laughs> I give them hand I give them hand jobs. <laughs> watch girl, oh, watch so girl go pee pee is not something I want to see. Oh. 
We are quoting not another He's teen movie. Googling it. Uh, I was. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Fucking Got millennials. Do, cool. do yourself a favor so, and watch that movie. One of the most underrated quotable films in our. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, we we still <coughs> still run strong for us. The hell are um, we talking about? <laughs> Alex Smith having a, a Alex Smith having a get right game. Oh, yeah, but can't get right. That was that was can't life. Can't get right. So this defense, uh, Atlanta's. Oh, I mean, you know what I was thinking? Umos a trick. So Alex Smith needs to. You know, we thought this was going to happen last this past Sunday, but hopefully Jameson Crowder comes back. Uh, I like what we we got J- Jordan Reed involved immediately in that first quarter of uh, this past Sunday's game. Mm-hmm. I thought Josh Doxson's coming off of his best, still underwhelming, but his best game of the season. He had some five catches, grabs. forty-nine maybe, yards. Maybe his career. I mean, like, but yeah. the catches he did have, I, were like, I heard it was damn, a career high. Good. I think it was like in terms of catches. I think it's his best five. game so far. Now the the most electrifying was the the Seattle game, mm-hmm. just with that one grab. But as far as a full game and. Actually being utilized, I think this is the best case. Yeah, all five of those See, were like, thank you. Uh, yeah. and, and we said this before, but it, I mean, it's got to be clear as day for the Atlanta's defensive coaching staff. You go, we are just putting everyone in the box. And yeah, if man. Jameson Crowder beats us, if Josh Doxson beats us, Malcolm Floyd, Jordan Reed, whomever, so be it. Yep. And I mean, well, back to the pile. <clears throat> but I mean, the Falcons' defense is one of the worst in the league. Mm hmm. So, I mean, even if they do that, you should still be able to beat them. So were the Saints when we played them. True. But okay. they're proven to be better. Yeah. And the Falcons haven't improved all season. Porter. And they're coming off a bye week. That's what scares me. You are up, my friend. Oh, it's my turn? Yes. I wonder what Ooh. I'm going to pick. Who you oh, got? Should we still pick this? <laughs> I know, right? We just love the sounds of our own voices. Doesn't it sound so good? So silky and smooth. Mm, yes. Just rock you to sleep, Rocco. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mr. Bigger? <laughs> Redskins. Uh, and it is going to be 24-21. Mm. I think they're going to come out, but we're going to edge it. Okay. Bob? Hail. <laughs> 27 21. You one up in son of a bitch. <laughs> um, it's obviously going to be. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not going do to it, pick Tom. us to win. No, do absolutely. No, no, no. Do, do look, you, Bobby, no, look here. No, look here. No. Not over there. Contrarian. Yeah. yeah. Not a thing, Tom. <laughs> Bobby, thing. Ian, do you want me to pick enjoy, the Redskins to win? Hell enjoy, God, enjoy, no. Enjoy, hell no. Enjoy your life, Tom. God damn it. Falcons. He will enjoy his, his life a lot more <laughs> if, if we the Redskins win. win. 100%. Fact. Uh, Falcons win 27 17. I can see it. Obviously, hail. <laughs> and it's going to be 34. Ooh. It's going to happen. 34, 31. That's not a prediction. That's what it's going to be. So, 34, 31. <laughs> Someone got close last, last week. Um, Bobby, you picked oh. again. <laughs> Sick. Um, what was it, 20 to 13? Yeah, that's the final score. Bobby, you picked 27, 17. I picked 24-23 Giants. Ian picked 21-18. Porter picked 21-17. Oh, 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 <laughs> shit. <laughs> so, Whoops-a-daisy. What's that mean? Did I break it? <laughs> All right, so that's enough for the gridiron. Bye. Professional Bye. football, Bye. that is. We talked about good things. We're an hour How in. How dare you talk through my quote? How dare you? 
apology. <laughs> uh. So, what we're going to talk about the shitstorm at the University of Maryland. That is just Bobby. I am a turp. I thought you had a lot of good points that you were making on Twitter earlier today. I know you're reading about it before we started. Um, do you want to catch everybody up to speed as to what's happened? Yeah. And your thoughts? Sure. I mean, if you missed it, uh, basically the announcement came today that um, the Board of Regents was, or actually we kind of figured, we heard this a while ago, right? That they were going to suggest that, a while ago, I mean a couple of days ago or so, um, that they were going to suggest that. DJ Durkin and Damon Evans retained their jobs, and then the university came out today and made that official. Uh, Durkin reported back to um, the team, and is uh, I think expected he's going to practice all going to be at practice all week, and is expected to be on the sideline for the game at Michigan State this Saturday. And then Damon Evans is continuing his responsibilities as athletic director, and that Wallace Lowe, the president, is going to be retiring at the end of the academic year. So in June of 2019, um, so the school will be looking for a new president. This is all coming five months after uh, a player died, um, which we've talked about on this podcast before. Um, If you don't know the story by now, go read about it. uh, Because I just really want to get into I mean, this is just so, so bad. So embarrassing. Also, tell them what what happened today when Durkin reported back into the So Durkin, 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 Durkin. Reported to a team meeting, and at least three players got up and walked out at the announcement that he was going to be continuing the head yep. coach. An offensive lineman, a receiver, and somebody else. Um, of course, uh, Jordan McNair was an offensive lineman, so that makes sense. Um, they were just like, we, we, you know, we have to go and pray about this kid's life before every game, and you know, it's. Just, it's just really, really upsetting as as an alum, as a lifelong fan, um, a supporter of the school. The fact that I mean, you had an opportunity to get this right from the get go. I mean, we've been saying for months now that unfortunately they should lose their jobs, and the fact that one, it took this long for a decision to come to, and then two, it's just the wrong decision. I mean, from what I understand, President Wallace Lowe went to the board and said, "I I want I don't think they should come back. They should lose their jobs," and. Apparently, the Board of Regents from day one have set up, have set out to make sure that Durkin and Evans keep their jobs, and that clash is basically why Lowe is being pushed out. Um, from my my understanding, he's being pushed out, basically, or they're here. You're, they basically told him you're not going to survive this with that attitude. Like you have to be angry with us to keep Durkin and Evans. And Lowe said no, and so he's Good. like, all right, well then I'm going to retire in June, and so that's where that's where we're at. Um, can I can I say a, a quote? from Martin uh, McNair, Jordan's father? Yes, please. When he found out this news, according to Jay Koroff from ABC News, I feel like I've been punched in the stomach and someone spit in my face. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's, how do you, how does a board of, you know, reasonably and assumed educated adults come to the conclusion that this is what's best? And, and especially what's so... That doesn't you make know, sense. This doesn't surprise. I want to know what the reasoning is. It wouldn't have surprised me if this was Urban Meyer. Obviously, look what happened to yeah. him this year. It wouldn't surprise me if this is Nick Saban or some you know illustrious, well revered coach in college football that's in people national, will sweep in, under the in to contention to win a national yeah. championship. I mean, this team at their best in the Big Ten is going to be you know maybe maximum eight wins every single year. Nothing higher. Nothing you know somewhere around then. I mean. Yeah. 
DJ Durkin, well, I thought he was a decent coach. I was impressed with what I saw in his in, in his brief tenure here. But, I mean, what the hell? Yeah, what the hell? I mean, this is just trust, trust the system, my ass. And so to Porter's point of what's their reasoning, that leads to another point about this whole debacle is that th- during this press conference, it was apparently just totally mishandled. They did not actually put forth a reason as to Sounds why they are decided to keep them on. Um and uh, I haven't liked any of their press conferences, to be honest. The chairman, uh, James Brady, apparently used the word dysfunction about 37 times to describe the school's athletic department and then decided to keep on those two guys. You know, and, and I remember the press conference a couple months ago over the summer when uh, President Lowe took complete accountability for what happened. And he goes, we will conduct a thorough investigation yep. and those responsible will be taken care of. I'm held accountable. I think held, that's held what accountable. He thought and op- yeah. optimistically yeah. would happen. And I'm I'm paraphrasing like a here. Person would. But right. it it seemed like a. I mean, it was too long, but a, a, it should have happened immediately after Jordan McNair's death. But either way, it was like you know what they preached accountability. At least they can acknowledge what happened was so terrible. Wipe the slate clean. Start over, and you know, hopefully, you can rebuild in a few years. But you know, what's this say about? This university, this football program, the NAA's and, and so NCAA, yeah, and it's just uh, you know we we talked about this months ago, embarrassed, humiliated, and just oh, we speechless, yeah, and we're having the same conversation again, yeah. And, I mean, I mentioned before, look, I don't, I don't necessarily put the entire blame on DJ Durkin or Damon Evans for Jordan McNair's death, not from what I understand. Durkin was not present at that workout and didn't obviously didn't know. And he's obviously, I mean, he's not directly involved with the medical staff. He's not a, he's not a medical trained person. He wouldn't know what to do and stuff like that. Um, but you know, that's the responsibilities you assume when you take on a head coaching role yes. or, or athletic director. 100%. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just what the job title in, entails. You have to take responsibility for it. When something like this happens. Yeah. It might not be directly your fault, but it happened under your watch. So, Unfortunately, you're you're, you're you got to go. There is no other industry or business where someone dies on someone else's watch where they are not removed from that responsibility. Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't it just doesn't happen. It's yeah. negligence is negligence. You're the head honcho. You're the one that's ultimately responsible. And it, it all of this like not having trained medical staff, not having uh you know a, a leash with on your your coaching staff and and doing this like. That's that's still on you, regardless of the. Well, I didn't know. That's that's not an excuse. It's still the buck ends with you and, and, and them showing you know their cards. It's just it's. I, I heard that from my coworkers, and I was like, "Are you wait what?" Like I was completely floored by that decision that it, the president was going to leave, but the coaches were staying. And, yeah. for, and furthermore, zero sense. other no than sense. besides the event itself of Jordan McNair dying, but the culture of inside this locker room, yeah, how do was you brought, was what came about? Yeah, and it sounded terrible, toxic as it was. It, it was proven to be toxic mm-hmm. and dysfunctional, and and this shows how much they don't give a shit about the players. That trainer or uh, that um, strength, strength and conditioning coach was a DJ Durkin hire. He that was his guy that he brought on, and so. You know, if you're going to bring people into that to create this culture, this terrible culture that that this group of investigators determined was toxic and dysfunctional, you have to take responsibility for that and you have to be relieved of your duties. You, you know, cannot be a head coach here or probably anywhere. You know, growing up, you know, intimately involved with the University of Maryland, I rooted, I've been a fan of this team, even though they didn't accept me. <laughs> um, I've been rooting for their football and basketball teams my entire life. And I always thought, like, 
you know, if I was a world-class athlete growing up here, I was like, my dream would be to play at the University of Maryland. I mean, where there's nowhere else to consider for me. I mean, half of this job is based off of two things, your credibility and your ability to promise these parents that your son is going to be in good hands. How in the world is he going to be? You're not. Even if he's not, You're even not. if he wasn't president, what, wow, even if he wasn't present at that workout, right. even if he wasn't the one, these, one of the assistant coaches screaming at one of his players, his credibility is ruined. And we, <laughs> we've been saying this since day one. That yeah. one time we talked about this, where this is that's, why. That's all you get. I mean, I mean you, don't, you don't get a take back. It's like not just the responsible. I mean, that's probably that's the first and foremost part is that you know, this is the part of the job. This is it falls under your watch. You have to take responsibility for it. But now it's like, how, what is this board thinking? Um, again, Porter, I just don't. I don't. They, they I wouldn't say. What, yeah, there wasn't a reasoning. I want to know their notes. What? I want to know their meeting minutes. I want to know why because it doesn't make any sense on paper. There's legit. There's. No reason for that. See, I, I mean, I, I know sorry, they I owe. I know they owe DJ Durkin and Damon Evans a lot of money. A lot. And so they're probably Weird. like, we're not gonna, just going to eat this money. Um, yeah, shocker comes back to money. Um, not to, what's our endowment? I like mean, four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Um, we can't eat what? What's his salary? Kevin Plank. Kevin Plank. Give him some money. Let's get rid of this. Um, so stupid. But back to Tom's point. I mean, we've said this from the beginning. How can you expect Look, I'm, DJ I'm Durkin to go to a top? recruits house look his parents in the eye and say you can trust your kid with me for the next and if, four if years i'm Durkin, i would just read i mean there's gotta I mean, there's something behind closed doors that we're not uh, not seeing we're yeah. not understanding we're not that's not being disclosed to us but i'm watching a video here on twitter of dj Durkin being escorted by security after practice today yeah i mean that's it's not going to go away yes yeah. i know 15 minutes <laughs> if you will but you know i i just this is a nightmare and, you know, other teams, other, other programs have suffered tremendous, tremendous setbacks. Look what's happened at Penn State. Look what's happening at, uh, what happened at Louisville. What's happening at, you know, the University of Miami had problems too. I mean, problems being an understatement. Rutgers had problems. Yeah, I mean, you can just wipe the slate clean. Hopefully you can bring in some new leadership and start again. Uh, and not to mention this team, it's not like we had a lot of momentum. We're not, gonna, we're not contending for a Big Ten title. We're not well, that's, doing anything. I think that's not, we don't have Urban Meyer on the sideline or something like that. I think that's just from our, our conversation we had the last time we talked about this is that that's what's the most upsetting is that Maryland has the reputation amongst its alumni and everybody else. That is, it, we're, we're a basketball school, first and foremost. Football is not our number one. We'd like it to be because the, you know, the Big Ten has a lot of money, and that's why we went there. Mm-hmm. I get it. But... Maryland has always been an academic school, has always been, first and foremost, looking at educating people and, and creating an atmosphere in which that you're able to succeed. And when you show the rest, what it shows to the rest of the people that are there now is that the administration doesn't give a shit about their students or their athletes and that someone's contract is worth more than the kid who died playing for the team that was raising them all those millions of dollars that they're trying to get to go to the Big Ten. Which those kids don't see any of. Exactly. They don't see any of it. They're in the locker room with this same asshole who hired this person, and they're going to have to go through their seasons. Like, there's no – their ability – like, it's – whatever. So it's ridiculous. But talking about – like, how? How? Talking about Maryland's reputation, now – I mean, this is not one of the first debacles Maryland has had. I mean, now we're becoming – 
a kind of a school that has this dysfunction in its athletic department. And Lefty Drizel lost his job. But he resigned because of that. I mean, and they brought yeah. in Gary Williams, and then the program completely changed face. But look, yeah, and uh, well, let's look what happened even more recently. They built up such a large debt debt in the athletic department. That they had to go to the Big Ten. The Big Ten basically bailed them out of that debt. One hundred percent. Gary Williams and Debbie Yao never got along with each other publicly. Yeah. Like they publicly feud. Um, and then of course the whole thing with James Franklin and uh, Ralph Regan. Uh, <laughs> you fire Ralph Regan, who was an alum and a very successful head coach, and then you fire his um, up and coming his protege, and then go hire Randy Etzel. Like because he took UConn to one bowl game. Like what? So this is just another adding – I mean, obviously this is the worst of all that stuff, but yes. adding to the list of mishaps that this administration just can't seem to get right. And now Maryland, I think, his reputation – yes, it's rep, has a great reputation as a good academic school, a great uh, business school, great uh, criminology program. But, I mean, in terms of, like, the administration and the people running the school and the athletic department, it's shit. Yeah. I mean, how, how would you trust anyone who has any had anything to do with it? Yeah. And ag- again, I just feel like it's so unfathomable to me that there's something behind it. And, you know, the first thing you think of, there's got to be some kind of financial issue, yeah. which is why they're not firing him. And can't possibly be on a moral ground. No. No. That didn't make any fucking sense. No. Like... And that's that. You, you start running out of options quick when you eliminate yeah. that. And the thing is, in the, <laughs> like, in the, in the court of public opinions, obviously going to outweigh because ever since this was announced earlier this afternoon, yeah. I mean, every you know sports writer I've seen and uh, alums like you guys are just like, this is do- dumb as shit. Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah. I mean, I I haven't heard. There's not a single person I've read I've heard from that's like, you know what? They got it right. Yeah. They're no, going to write this wrong. This is a universally. It. Uh, accepted as a terrible, terrible decision. Yeah, um, I've saw one person who basically said what I said is like, yeah, we. I mean, you, I don't think we can place direct fault at Durkin, but still, you're the head coach; it falls under your jurisdiction. Sorry, you got to go. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, think and he I, should just accept that. First of all, he yeah. just be a, a human being and say, hey, don't even worry about this. I'm gone. Yeah, and just leave. Yeah. You, why, did, why would you even put them through that? Did you guys see the, the real sports money. about True. it? Say what? The real sports they did about it and no, included no. about the NCAA. No. About what it takes to get the certification to be able to be a strength conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. It's a 10-hour video <laughs> with classes. That's it. To become a strength. At, at, no, no CPR training. No at medical Maryland training. Or, or at any. All, all, any of them. The at, NCAA only requires that you to get this certification that takes 10 hours to do. And all it is is how to do... Proper squats, deadlifts, snapping, you know, snap cleans, all that kind of shit has nothing to do with any kind of emergency, emergency, nothing, none of it. That's good. Which, I mean, how many, how many fucking classes we had to take working at a restaurant, learning the Heimlich maneuver and fucking Mm -hmm. like having at least somebody on staff that's CPR certified. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And it falls to the universities not giving a shit and just taking a check. It falls to the NCAA, definitely not giving a shit and just making things as easy as it can be because these players are expendable and they don't have to pay taxes and they make a shit ton of money and they fucking are evil corporation. But, you know, whatever. Besides that. <sighs> yep. It's upsetting. It is. Yeah. It is. And not to mention, it takes it's away from what I thought has been, a, all things considered, a really impressive season from Matt Canada. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. 
they're going to be a bowl. They're going to be um, bowl eligible. Most if, for those who have a, the, a subscription to the Athletic, I highly recommend reading Stuart Mandel, who is the they're like co their editor in chief for college, their college football site, and he just tears Maryland a new one, and it's actually kind of enlightening and just been like, yeah, they fucked this up. But I mean, he mentions. Um, where is it? I just had it? It should be noted Durkin is ten and fifteen as Maryland's head coach, five and thirteen with the Big Ten. The Terps have lost seven of their last eight games with Durkin on the sideline, but the last by sixty three points and Maryland started five and three this season without him. But now also what that doesn't mention is that Maryland didn't have a quarterback for those last seven games. <laughs> so like our fifth string. Yeah. But I mean it's, yes, it's not like Durkin is Urban Meyer or Nick Saban, like who are we saving? We're saving the guy who's been a head coach for the first time. Yep. So right. I don't, and I don't think Durkin is a bad guy. I think he definitely should yes. have respectively just resigned. If all things would have gone, he'd been like, "Hey, this is ultimately me," and that I think that's but, what should have happened. I don't think that he's necessarily a, you know. Evil is not the right word, but uh, you know, I agree. I don't think he's a bad guy I, either. I, but I think don't. But it's, it's still poor on judge, you. Poor judgment to the nth degree, and right? But I, I agree. I I don't think he's a bad guy either. I I just look at it logically. He again, I don't think he's directly at fault. So he's, for lack of a better term, innocent in this because he yeah. wasn't. It's not his. It's not his direct fault. Right. And he's due a lot of money, so he's probably like, well, why should I step down? It's not really my fault, and I want my money. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just I, I don't think that makes him a bad guy. But I mean, yeah. If he if he were to, I don't I mean, know we're I mean like I don't mean it here. makes him a bad guy in that like you know he treats his kids terribly. He throws buckets of vomit at him. That was that other guy. Yeah, you know, but yes, I have it under his watch. But I don't think you know he's the one encouraging it or actually yeah. doing it. I I can't see that because I just, just seems. Can like you a, imagine the rest of the season? Just every well, anytime there's not a play going on, it's just going to be zoomed in on his unassuming face. Yeah, and it's just going to be talked about. Non-stop, non-stop. It's just going to cause well, such a distraction as it already has. So I'm going to the game on Saturday against Michigan State at noon. Mm, Be nice. very interested interested to see what happens. I also saw reporters. There's a guy, a report, the uh, head college football guy on CBS Sports, calling for the Maryland players to boycott. Like, could you imagine? Hmm. Could you imagine if this team just decided, no, we're not going to play? Wow, that'd be. And and which would be a huge disappointment because, like we said, they're actually playing pretty well. Yeah, they're a win away from a bowl. Yep. Now they have a tough schedule, but I mean, still, still. I mean, I think Saturday could be a scene. Oh, yeah. for sure. In college it's park, definitely especially going if it's definitely going especially if it works, it's out that they are some players are going to hold out. Yes. Oh yeah. It seems like there are. I mean, they already walked out. I don't. I mean, no. I was just. It was just that one reporter calling saying that they should. It remains to be seen if anything leaks that they are planning to. Uh, well, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow, their first practice with Durkin back, and see what reports come out of that. If I were any player on that team with any amount of value, I'd be looking at other other schools. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, I and I wouldn't blame them. And that's and that's the crux of it all. Of like you're, and same with recruits. Like it's like you know I don't want to go to this school anymore. I want to back out of my commitment. And there's go somewhere else. There's no future in this decision. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no. It, it's actually there so is. And it's it's horrible. But that's the darkest timeline. Right. Community. <laughs> you got it. Uh, so all right. So weird day. A lot yep. of news. A lot of stuff to talk about. It was fun to talk about it. I know Tom and Ian want to vent on the Wizards, but we just don't have the time this week. Yeah. So no. I got a couple rapid fire questions. All instead. right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I heard that before. 
I do. Lies. So I. Wizards of Trash. Yeah. The, well, fire everything. Um, so I, I, I teach music on Tuesdays. Okay. And I have a, I believe he's, he's a 12-year-old drum student. He just got a cell phone today. At what age is a cell phone appropriate nowadays? When you get a driver's license. Nowadays? No. 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 That's way too old. Actually, nowadays, I think 12, 12 to 13 is yeah, probably kind of appropriate. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. Like, I got mine at 14, but I was also taking the Metro to school every day. Yeah, so I, got mine at, I got mine in eighth grade. So like, I was ninth I think grade. I got a 14th. Adriana bought me that one. She would. So I guess well, yeah. No. So I guess I was in tenth grade. Tenth grade. Fuck. There are so many different articles or things that come out about how terrible having these devices are at that young of ages, and I just I can't but notice <coughs> how right they are when I see fucking trash human children in public with their. Just, see, I, I think don't, I think nowadays I don't, those young kids they. They can literally do whatever they want. So it's better for them to have a phone. God forbid something so goes wrong. I'm actually going to. So I asked him about, um, again, 12 years old. I said, so what, what do you have? What do you do on your phone? He goes, I'm only allowed no social media. And it, I can only, right. it's only for calls and text messages. There I was like, is. I was yeah. like, kudos. I get I get agree yeah, with could, that. Absolutely. I can agree with yeah. that. If that's, if that's a possibility, then yes, I would agree to a person younger than 16 getting a phone. Other than that, the fuck are you, what are you, what are you doing? I was a 14-year-old going to D.C. every day. Me too. By myself. Okay, Me too. You, you Just give an iPad. They'll be better. <laughs> but you don't need, like, the whole power that this fucking thing holds. Yeah, I had, a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I had a flip phone. Okay, yeah, different. I had text messages. Like, the most fun thing I had on mine was Snake. Snake. That was there, it. There I was are, damn good at Snake, though. Are, but, that's, but that's what I mean. It's like the, someone that age should not have anything more than that. Yeah. I mean, I get it. This is, you know, a, a supercomputer in your, in your pocket, but... I don't. I don't I, I would agree to the parental, you know, locks and all that shit. Yeah, no social media. What thirteen year old? What twelve year old needs fucking Facebook? Get out of here. Show up to class. Your friends are there. They'll be there when you get back. Okay. Growing up with Porter's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be fucking great. <laughs> Those kids are gonna be the shit. So what's the what's the age that they first get to shoot their own gun? What's all right, that's different. <laughs> what's for dinner, Daddy? Uber Eats. No phones until you're sixteen. Six. Six. Okay, handguns. <laughs> <laughs> no snipers until you're 20, nine. Twenty twos. They're only twenty twos, and I'm and I'm there the entire time. And it's in my safe, and it's not their gun. It's my gun. Next question, <laughs> last question of the day. We talked about this briefly in our group chat. <coughs> I want your rankings. Sliced cheese. <coughs> oh, I missed that conversation. Bitch. Yeah, I was working. I couldn't. I couldn't really read that. I'll go either. first. And provolone. This is provolone. Can I, I need to preface this. Sliced. This is like it comes, it comes to you sliced, not like you get a block of cheese and you cut it into a fucking slice. Umo, it's Why sliced cheese. cheese. Like you're going to the grocery store to buy Although a pack I take of that, cheese. I take that for back. sandwiches. Umo did agree yeah. with me after I clarified, so I apologize for getting angry. I was having a flashback. That's not even here. <laughs> Why would Umo tends to do that to people? It's yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so I could just anticipate the text at like nine thirty tomorrow. I'd be like, "What the fuck, Porter?" <laughs> Correct. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go first. Provolone. Yep, Munster, mm. cheddar. So three. Mm. Provolone, pepper jack, cheddar. Munster, provolone. Munster is very good. Pepper jack. Munster is underrated. Munster, 
Munster Quite is hungry. a is the perfect sandwich cheese or sandwich it's very cheese. good on a you sub. Can use your but I kind of like Munster better as like a block of cheese and you cut it yourself. I'm going, which is not what we're talking about. So that's why I, I prefer cheddar, provolone. Those are interchangeable for me. But then also I'm going Colby Jack. Oh, Ooh, oh nice. Are we talking about Colby Jack? I agree. Colby Rasmus Jack. Colby Jack comes out of the woodwork. It said. does. <laughs> Colby Colby Jack. Nobody talk about Colby Jack. <laughs> Slice Colby Jack on a burger. Whew. Fantastic. It's Fantastic. Quite good. Which is also a sandwich. Huh? Now, <laughs> what do you, now, what do you put on a grilled cheese? Ooh, lot. A- American. Craft, craft American slice singles. American. Thank you, Bobby. I go I cheddar. Cheddar. He's so <laughs> I mean, guy. it's fun to mix it up. It's not like I said mozzarella. Okay, <laughs> <and laughs> yeah, you said mozzarella. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I don't even understand that Can word. Please, for the love of God, make that a soundbite. Yes, get him saying mozzarella. Say <laughs> <laughs> mozzarella. No, because that's <laughs> how he always says mozzarella. Yeah, yeah so little mozzarella. I, 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 I was waiting for him to say provolone. 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 With, with some with a little olive oil and yeah. some mozzarella. What do you? said grilled cheese. What do you put on steak and cheese? Provolone. Provolone. Cheese whiz. Provolone. All day. Well, All right, go back to Philly. <laughs> that is what's only supposed to be on that. Provolone. It's out of good last, with out of a provolone. I'm not saying it's not bad. It, okay. But agreed. Cheese it's delicious. supposed to be on But out of your last too. 10 cheesesteaks that you've had, how many of them have had cheese whiz? None of them because we don't live in it, Philly. Well, here we are. So what do you put on them? <laughs> 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 you see how that came? <laughs> yeah, they like a circle. Yeah, probably. Because cheese whiz on it is delicious. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's if I go to so Wawa good. and that with sriracha, I will oh. be in the bathroom in <laughs> T minus five minutes after I'm done with that thing. It's so good. <laughs> but it is worth every I second. I feel like that happens <laughs> for a lot of foods that you eat. I, yeah, I just got like, I don't care. I'm lactose intolerant. I probably got IBS. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. I, I could suck it up for Flavor 15 minutes. <laughs> so I'm doing oh. almond milk now. That's a good thing. There you go. Winning. It's actually, if you read about it, it's a terrible thing, but it's okay. What? Tastes delicious, and I'm not <laughs> shitting. Wait, why is it terrible? What the thing? hell are you talking about? I thought soy milk was terrible. No, environmentally, almond milk's like the worst thing you can drink. I thought soy milk was the worst what? thing for the I thought it was so much better for you. Yeah, it has nothing to do with it. The amount of water it takes to like milk it, an almond. It's it's just insane. Get that nut juice. The numbers the numbers are insane. Yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. Yeah, I have nipples, Greg. <laughs> can you milk me? Sure can, buddy. When's this podcast end? <laughs> uh, I would say the most overrated cheese. Swiss. Swiss. I, Swiss I, disagree. I disagree. I disagree. No, I, I agree that it's over. I, I like it, but it's I agree okay. that it's overrated. Ham and Swiss is just ham and Swiss is good. perfect, though. See, I like ham and cheddar. Ham and, and cheddar, I'll, go, I'll go over that anytime. Ham and Swiss. Or Swiss. On, wait, a little bit of horseradish. Swiss on like <laughs> a, a Reuben. A little, <laughs> little bit of Dijon. Get it out of there. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the condiment debate next just, week. Just whispering yeah. sweet nothings into Ian's ear. Whispering sweet Porter loves crap the food in my ear. I love the food talk. It was a good right. day, Porter. So, what do you put on a turkey sandwich with cheese? Provolone. I'd go provolone yeah, or Munster. Munster. Yeah. See, I feel like Munster might be the most uh, versatile cheese because it could go on. I think it's provolone. That's more. I think provolone, yeah. provolone, I think provolone goes on, on, goes on, on, on everything. Anything. Turkey and Munster on a sub roll with mayo and hot pepper relish is my jam. I that sounds. You put that sounds. You put jam on it. He doesn't put vegetables. He doesn't put vegetables on his sandwiches. No, why the no fuck would you do that? Why would you? Yeah, no, get out of here. Why are you looking at me for validation meat, on that one? Meat and cheese. I don't Let, eat any yeah, vegetables lettuce ever. And t- lettuce and tomatoes. You gotta have a bread. crunch. No onion. You know what my crunch onion? is? I put potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> if I got chips, I'll put chips on. Yeah. Jalapenos. Oh, you know how dirty those fucking those lettuce and tomatoes are. Don't take it. Everybody's getting a bowl and shit. Fuck that. Yeah. See, that's why I don't do it too. 
Right, Bob? I'm going to use that one. Government's trying to poison us with their sandwiches. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the usual amount. <laughs> All right. So not as long as I thought it was going to be. No, I Cons- thought it'd be a lot longer. Considering the news. Well, yeah. you didn't let Ian and I vent about the Wizards. So. Fucking cock. Sorry. Fuckers. We're going to have to cut it. <laughs> uh, put me in Coach Podcast at PMSC Podcast <laughs> Fire on Scott Twitter, Brooks. Facebook, Instagram. Um, please like, subscribe, rate, and review on John Wall's SoundCloud, John Wall still can't shoot. Google Play. Actually, went like three. Spread five, the five, word. Three Let us know what you think. Uh, we'd love Beals to hear the flashlight. feedback. Um, I'm at Bobby underscore Blanco. Tom. Tom underscore Natale. Ian's at Ian underscore Foster twenty one. And Gregory's at at I'm Monster Cheese. <laughs> Porter PorterStats.org. PorterStats.org. No, it's Porter Pastries. For Gregory, <laughs> Ian, Tom. Thanks Got for my listening, own everybody. Agency. We are out. I want you to Not. This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast. Squeak!